Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The best way I feel like to describe Joshua is I think his his female tattoo on his calf is a fair representation of Josh. <laughs> Yikes. To sum it up. Hello and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love Bachelor in Paradise or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating, hooking up in the ocean, and semi-open relationships. I'm Emma Gray, Senior Women's Editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, Culture Writer. Thanks for tuning in to our second Paradise Recap. This week, we'll discuss whether we should set up an Indiegogo to fund remedial informed consent classes for Mikey D, whether women over 30 should even be allowed out of the house, and which one of the contestants will end up dead by Joe's hand. We'll also talk about what the word mistress actually means and whether it's a better way to find love than going on Bachelor in Paradise. And today we're joined by Nick Vial, everyone's favorite bachelorette supervillain and runner-up, who you may remember from Caitlin's season and Andy's season. Thanks so much for chatting with us today, Nick. Hi, ladies. How you doing? I, I don't know. A supervillain. I feel like I've kind of... <laughs> Joe has taken over. I, I don't know. I just... I feel yeah. like I've moved on from the, the villainous character. Yeah. Um, well, I mean... I mean, I don't know. Maybe We're, we're kind of setting you up to fail with that, I guess. Yeah. But... Um, Sorry. Or we're just setting you up Thanks. to be a contrast, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's yeah. going to be so charmed by you. I mean, uh, doubt that. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're setting the bar, like, so low. It's like, if he's not a supervillain, then, you know. Super, I, there was an article about, like, the top 15 most villainous characters in the franchise. I didn't even make top 15. Wow. So what's up? Um, so, yeah, speaking of which, how's life since The Bachelorette? Uh, life is good. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I appreciate it. You know, all the people who have reached out or voiced concerns, I'm happy to report that life is, is quite nice and, um, you know, living my life and, um, you know, excited for the future, all those fun things. But, yeah, no, life is good. Um, I'm really enjoying things. <laughs> good to hear. Uh, so some people seem to really love you. Some seem to really hate you. It's a little bit extreme. Why do you think you're such a polarizing character? Um, you know, I think maybe um, there's these unwritten rules in, in Bachelor Nation, right? I mean, I think over the course of how many years it's been on, um, 
it's like the the audience has de- developed these you know rules of your, what you're supposed to do or what you're not supposed to do, and you know I've broken a lot of those rules. I think, um, you know, for me, if you're going to be authentic and you're going to be genuine, you can't really worry about how much time um, some other person may or may not have with the girl you you like, and so um, I think. People watching it, sometimes they'll watch it and maybe even get confused, but like, wait, he's not supposed to do that. That <laughs> That is so wrong. Why would he grab the girl? Like, he's supposed to let Joe make out with her now. Like, what? That's just so rude. And I think, and then maybe other people might like that. And so... um that would be my best guess. Um, you know, uh, I wasn't, I, I can say this, when I did it, I wasn't really concerned about being a fan favorite. And, you know, I like being liked, right? Who doesn't like enjoy being liked? <laughs> but it certainly wasn't my ultimate goal. And um, I, for better or worse, I, I tend to, you know, say what I think and, and say how I feel and, um, you know, and, and let people form their own opinions. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, I'd rather be myself than... Um, be something I'm not and, and be liked by every single person. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I remember when, like, Claire went into the ocean with Juan Pablo and I was trying to explain to my boyfriend why it wasn't okay and it was, like, disrespectful to the other contestants. And he was like, but the producers totally let her do that. Like, they probably told her to do that. And I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, you're right. Like, and it, it never occurred to me that yeah, I mean, they're, like, encouraging weird. all that behavior. Not even for, okay, for, like, let's touch on not on the whole, like, people have questions about, like, producers and what you shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't do. There was actually, and we'll, I'm sure, get into this, but there was a, a very interesting moment, I think, on Sunday's episode where you saw Joe, you know, talking, and they had, you know, showed a producer. She's a very good friend of mine, and great, and, you know, they showed her... Um, what she was saying and she basically said you know like as a friend he's like telling you know she he was like basically telling this producer his evil plan and she was like as a friend a nice person like hey you should you should probably be upfront with her right which was like what a friend a normal person person would say this is not prompting you know there's no we all do in that world we all do and say what we want to do right no one makes you do anything and I think people sometimes give production way too much credit in terms of like, we're all adults, right? And no one, like, Claire, if Claire went in the <laughs> yeah. ocean, Claire wanted to go in the ocean. Oh, for you know? sure. So, yeah. But no one was stopping her either. No one was stopping her. <laughs> there are no rules. But more importantly, to that point, it's just, you know, if Claire, like, you know, I, if Claire wanted to go in the ocean with Juan Pablo, good for her, you know? Yeah, like, this whole, I agree. like, why, why, would she, why would she go for the guys she likes? It seems so absurd. It's not fair. It's not the rules. Like, it's not, a, you know, I think Clint said it best on the men tell all um, when he was like, hey, this isn't a game show. It's not. But, you know, um, and so I think people, like, when you watch, you're like, wait, why, why would he? Why would he grab her first? He already has a rose. It's so rude. Um, And I just, that logic just did not register with my brain. So um, I think that has, that got me in trouble with some of the viewers. And I think other people were like, thank, finally, thank God. Like some, you know. Yeah, it's more genuine. Fair fair enough. Yeah, Um, I mean, for all the, like, the conflict that Sean and I had, I, Sean, you know, liked Caitlyn, right? And he yeah, went for yeah. it. And yeah, he, not, he like, certainly did. We yeah. all we all knew he was sneaking out, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, good for you. You yeah. know, like, like I could at least respect the fact that, you know, 
it wasn't like, oh, no, please, you know, like, I've had my time, you know. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like the normal thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But some fans seem so deeply invested that they get incredibly, almost personally offended by the things that people do on this franchise. Like, is it weird and, and hard to see people writing these really angry, kind of awful things about you? Um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> You've developed a thick skin. <laughs> I have. Um, I don't... I don't take myself too seriously. I think I learned uh, really early on um, when I was certainly probably more disliked than liked um, that at the end of the day, those people don't know who I am, right? And I try I, – I, I don't Google myself. I don't read articles. And once – you know, I, I'll admit like at times it is, I find it humorous to like read comments on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, like, no offense to, you know, 18-year-old women, but, like, I find that sometimes the most passionate, passionate hate, hate, hateful things tend to be from maybe a, a younger um, demographic. And so, you know, it, it, yeah. I, I don't take it that literal. So, and, and that goes to the things that, you know, are really positive. It's like, oh, Nick, I love you so much. Like, <laughs> okay, you know, so I don't let the positive reinforcement get to my head any more than I let the negative ones, you know, bother me. And so um, also, like, it's very easy to to um, say things over social media. Once in a while, I'll, play f- I'll be playful with the, the negative people. Like, I'll, like, kill them with kindness. They'll be like... Nick, I fucking hate you. You're the worst. You ruined my life. And I'll write back, like, noted, have a great day. And they'll immediately write back, like, OMG, so sorry, you're my favorite. And and I think it just speaks to, like, how, you know, they just don't even assume that I'm reading it or that I would comment. I'm, I'm, to them, some character. And then as soon as I acknowledge that I I might be a real person, like, there's a man behind the screen, they're like, oh, my God, you're you're my favorite. Like, it's... (laughs) Uh, and I think just doing that kind of just shows, like you, you realize not to not to let it bother you. I mean, my my mom loves me, my friends love me. Um, yeah. I'm okay, and they know who I am. So. Is it weird for them, like seeing this though, or have they gotten used to it? Uh, yeah, they've gotten used to it. My, my mom, my mom <laughs> is a you know loves me, and yeah. she's very protective, and so she she has had and has sometimes a hard time. And I'm like, mom, it doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> don't let it get to you. Like one time she called me up. Um, and apparently one of the magazines like called me the bad boy and she's like, but the, but they called you a bad boy and they're like, they're so nice to Sean and some of the other guys. I'm like, well, mom, first of all, like, the, you know, the bad boy is not the worst thing someone can say about me. It's kind of edgy, you know, like, but you know, you can, it's okay, mom. You can, don't let it, don't let it bother you. But, you know, that's yeah, you don't right. read the comments. She was just so bent out of shape about it. <laughs> they called you the bad boy. Like, yeah, yeah cool. I was like, I get annoyed when I feel like people are misrepresenting people on my favorite shows. So I can only imagine how I'd feel if I were related to them. I'm always like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So we we also wanted to ask, since the Bachelorette, is there anyone special in your life right now? I am not currently dating anyone. Um, specific or exclusive. Um, okay. I'm not really actively dating. Um, I, you know, it's, um, I spent, like I said, the better part of those three months between when filming ended and the after the final rose, it's really kind of focusing on, you know, getting over it, right? I'm, I'm in a really good place now, but that, that did take some time. And so, um, you know, I've, I've gone out and I meet people and, um, you know, but nothing really of, of note, um, but, yeah. yeah. 
What Sorry, a- no juicy. Kind of like- <laughs> That's okay. okay. Um, so what about like finding love on TV? If you were asked to be The Bachelor, would you accept? Um, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. Am I yeah. putting you on the spot? Yeah, you're totally putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, in, in all seriousness, I mean, you know, I would, you know, perfectly honest, I would seriously consider it. Um, it's obviously an incredible opportunity, but with that, it has its concerns, right? For me, like, I, I would be in a different boat. Like, all of a sudden, I'm the, th- for the third time, I'm going on, um, on a, a, a show to, to find love. And, you know, my maybe insecurities of like people asking like, dude, can you like meet people normally? You know, like <laughs> I don't want to get pigeonholed, but at the same time, you know, it, it certainly can work. I mean, the thing about that is like, I'm very close with a lot of producers. They, they certainly know who, who I am and, and the type of female I'm attracted to. And, um, you know, um, it can certainly work, but I, I would seriously consider it, but you know, um, it, uh, it, uh, it it's no there's no guarantees. That's the yeah. thing. It's like if you yeah. every time you know the show, everyone just assumes like the bachelor, the bachelorette is going to find someone and they're going to get engaged. Maybe you know, <laughs> like, and you know, even if they get engaged, you know, unfortunately, there hasn't been a you know a recent success rate. I mean, there's some great love, like yeah. Sean and Catherine, amazing, right? Chris and Desiree, amazing. Yeah. Um, the Bachelorette know. actually has like a higher success rate than the, than the Bachelor. What do you think that is? Do you think it's like women just know who they are more than? Yeah, I'm always wondering what it is. I will say this: if <laughs> if if the opportunity came up, I think I would feel good about me doing it in the sense, you know, as a 34 year old, uh, you know, having dated and, and having had relationships, you know, not work out. You learn about yourself, like you learn about yeah. what you want. You kind of refine. And I, I feel fortunate to be in a position of my, in my life where I know who I am. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. I know what I'm looking for. Um, and I would feel good about that. Yeah. Um, and because I do feel like, you know, I wouldn't, you know, as, as, as great as an opportunity it would be, I, you know, I don't want to just do it for the sake of doing it, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking just for that title. Like, yeah, the that makes the a lot bachelor. Of sense. Then you're yeah. the bachelor forever. Yeah, <laughs> forever and ever. <laughs> um, so, if it wasn't you, is there anyone else you think that would make a great bachelor? I, I think they have a lot of good options. Um, obviously, Ben H's name comes up a lot. I, I, I have a lot of respect for Ben H. He's a really, really great guy. He is as sweet as everyone thinks he is. <laughs> um, I might be giving myself a little bit too much credit. Um, ben kind of reminds me of when I was 26, you know. Maybe I'm a little bit more polished version than, than I was. But, um, you know, I think what I really like, what I've always respected about Ben is, you know, for a, a young man, 26 years old, um, he he's very much open. He's like he's self-aware enough to realize he hasn't figured it all out, right? Um, no one really has. But, you know, uh, most of the guys when I came into the house were very cool. And, and Ben H was one of the first guys, you know, after I got the whole firing squad to just come up <laughs> and sit down and talk to me and have like a real genuine conversation. It was like, hey, I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to know you. And I I had so much respect for him, you know, at that point and up front. And um, I think he would be a, a, a great choice. Um, you know, the biggest difference between Ben and I is that he's eight years younger than me. Yeah. Um, you know, we're actually in the same industry. He sells software too. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I always forget because once someone was like, what does Nick do? And I said, he sells software. And someone was like, no, that's Ben H. But you both do. Yeah. I mean, so ben, yeah, ben, you know, he's, you know, getting younger. He's just not a very, yeah. di- he's in a very different role than I am now in, in that industry. But um, he's, he's a stand up guy. And even like, you know, the Ben Z, he's, also as sweet as as people think he is. So is Jared. It's a bunch of sweet sweethearts. Um, yeah, you know, they're nice guys. So I think they have some really good options. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. I, I- if you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts, too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe, and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. 
And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm dying to find out, but I think we've talked enough about serious stuff. I know that everyone can we, is can dying. Can we get into last night? Yeah. Oh my god! It's it was time so good. For I mean, paradise. thank you, ABC. Oh it was. It is glorious. I mean, oh. I didn't take notes. Um, 
I feel like we're going to miss We tried, but there covering was so many great so topics. I mean, there was a lot that happened. So I just want to say, like, I, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy Paradise for so many reasons. And a big reason why is I feel like, you know, having done The Bachelorette twice and living in this world and you kind of observe how people act, what's so great about Paradise is that the, the, the cast members – yeah, I, these unwritten rules that we talked about, they don't exist as much in Paradise. <laughs> and so the cast members get a lot more comfortable. And for better or worse, I think their true character or colors start coming out. You know, the the rhetoric of like, oh, hey, I'm here for the right reasons. And like, hey, please go out with my, make out with my girl. Like those, they don't care <laughs> yeah. anymore. And so not happening. I think people, you know, like, listen, I love JJ, right? He's a bit of a blowhard, you know, and sometimes <laughs> he's he can be a total ass, but he's genuine. He's authentic. And I think you start seeing that a little bit about JJ where he's not like yeah he's full of hot air but he's actually a really genuine sweetheart guy and you know I like Joe all as well and we'll get into that but like it's like whoa where did this like Evil dark side comes yeah, from Joe. I think that's yeah. our our big question. Yeah, we need to start you with have Joe. Spent some time with Joe. I roomed with Joe. What? Oh, okay. And you're we, you're okay. Yeah, you're I'm, still alive. I'm okay. I'm okay. I was I always loaned Joe a bunch of clothes, but <laughs> uh, they didn't air it. But I, and I, I like Joe like just that's... fine. But I think Joe uh, did may have talked behind my back to Caitlin. Um, but which is fine, like whatever. But like I think I mean I'm that wa- seems to be his I'm, major. I'm skill. watching yeah. it. Well, I'm watching it back, and Joe like almost lost his shit when you know. Um, but anyways, like we'll get into it. But I, I just love it's it's for, for someone like I always prided myself the past few seasons that again for better or worse, like me or hate me, like I was gonna be me. Right when I went back, <laughs> when I told my mom, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do this, and she was like, well, Nick, just just be be smarter. You know, we want I want people to like you. I'm like, mom, listen, I'm gonna no. be myself. Like, I am not going to worry about, like, saying the right popular thing just so, you know, and I'm watching it back. And again, for better or worse, I think it works in some people's favor and it doesn't work in other people's favor. But you see more of who these people are. And I think it's wildly entertaining. Or maybe Joe deep down was like, I secretly really love Julia, but I'm afraid to tell her. So I have to be like... Yeah, she's stupid. We're gonna be all over the map here. But like, what did, I, so you realize that, like, and Joe did it to Caitlin. Joe has this move where he gets questioned, and he like goes in for this kiss, and he's like, "Oh," and then he asks, yeah. "Like, how do you feel about it now?" It's like, <laughs> God. It's like, do you want me to lick your face? <laughs> it's like, whoa! Like, in what world is that okay? He's like, I want to kiss you like this for the next sixty, 60 years. years. How are my intentions like, now? I'm like, I don't know. You just made out with me. What is that? Yeah. What is, I don't, it I was, seems like you can make out with anyone, so that really. <laughs> I don't know. But for Joe, he's like, this is my sincere move. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, this is this is it. Yeah. This is my move. This is all it was got. crazy, like, seeing him confront the guys, though, because I don't think we'd ever really seen that from him before. It was, it was, it was actu- dark. It was dark. It was glorious. It was, <laughs> it was, I mean, like, it worked out so well for Joe. I, okay, so I've I met Mikey once in Chicago. Seems like a nice enough guy. And I actually we have Mikey is the person I feel like we need to cover the most because I don't know what the oh, heck yeah. is going on with him. We, and we will get to him. I met Jonathan for like a minute. You know, I came to New York. He left, and so I I don't know if they're the sharpest tools in the drawer. But like Joe was basically running circles around them, and how he like, he made Jonathan. Jonathan sob. He made like Mikey like so bad for like him. just like apologize so much, and they had him figured out. And Joe just ran circles around him. I, I was just like, 
where the fuck is JJ to come in and just like talk circles around? Like, it, yeah, you never yeah. would have thought that, like, you know, like, you're watching this. It, it was like if JJ would have come in, it would have been like the hero to save the day. <laughs> and who would have thought that we would all have been like wanting JJ to come in and just mind fuck Joe <laughs> after you mind fuck the other two guys? I was like, why is JJ so focused on Josh? Well, obviously, because of Tenley, but like, I really wanted some more focus on Joe. Joe, I mean, JJ had an opportunity to come in and be the hero. Yeah. Someone needed to come in um, instead. Yeah. He just dominated all of them. Well, it turns out I feel so guilty. He dominated Mikey and Jonathan. Let's not give him too much credit. Mikey's Uh has this weird man bun and Jonathan is wearing a wife beater and a vest. I mean... It was just so sad, though, with Jonathan that he was just like... I felt... I thought you were my friend. I can't believe that you would question my intentions, which are totally pure. And Jonathan was like, I am a bad friend. I'm a a bad person. And then Joe called him a pimp, which was like wildly inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, there was some racial undertones. And then he said he wanted to beat him until his brains came out of his ears. With brass knuckles. No, Mikey was going to get the brass knuckles. Um, They were both going to be dead. Only if he was in Kentucky. But I think maybe that's Joe's biggest problem is that I think the only time Joe has ever left Kentucky is to go on TV. Um, I need him to stop using Kentucky as an excuse because I've been to Kentucky. There are theaters. People do not randomly <laughs> kill each other with brass knuckles over perceived slights. Yeah, I mean, after it's last night, place. I decided I never wanted to go to Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have to, but I'm just telling you, it's a perfectly normal place. With, I, I've, with, you know, I've been to Louisville. Yeah. Is it pronounced? Louisville, Louisville. yeah. I loved it. I think it was great. It's a lovely town. Well, maybe we should just avoid whatever town in Kentucky <laughs> Joe is from. He's probably well, from just like listen, a, a shanty. I, Joe, it's funny because when uh, Joe is hysterical, like he it, okay, is he funny? A lot I've of people said that, and I have yet to he, see any funny moments from okay, him. Okay, so here, my thoughts on Joe is like, yes, he when he's comfortable, he's actually really funny. Like he has this great time, comedic timing. Joe is also incredibly paranoid. <laughs> um, and he is so worried that people are talking about him that he ends up talking about other people. Um, and I think – I don't know if it's a product of him. Like he really has not got out of Kentucky that much. But And I think he, he has this dark side, which not necessarily is a bad thing. I mean I, I dig a, like I a think bad it's a thing. bad thing. <laughs> maybe for Joe. Um, I mean it's a bad thing I feel like for any woman. Yeah, it's a bad thing for Julia certainly. And – Probably Jonathan. S- probably for Samantha. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was yeah. so glorious how Joe, like, it was, it, it was super villainous. I mean, he was, he was, it was, I mean, I, I was like, bravo. In a weird way, it's like, you're, ter- like, you look terrible, but Evil it was. genius. It, yeah. It's funny. I once was accused um, on Andy season of being an evil genius um, <laughs> for, you know, getting Andy flowers as if that was some sort of, like, magical plan. The bar um, is so low. Yeah. But then, like, Joe was literally, like, just doing some evil stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I appreciate it because it made it was the, great the show television. really fun. It was great. But I have to say, I'm like kind of waiting now for like ten years down the line for him to get like arrested for beating yeah, the shit out of his. Girlfriend. He seems like someone who would beat a woman. It was like I mean, I, I I you don't have to comment. I, I, yeah, you're not going to comment on that. But as that's someone just, who as someone who actually knows him, I just feel like yeah. I mean, Joe, there he's he raised some red flags, if you will, of don't piss me off. 
Yeah, that's something that every woman wants in a husband. <laughs> yeah, a man who seems <laughs> vaguely terrifying and, and can and, lie. And of course, for really the, well. a father figure to, to her but daughter. But minus that, I mean, I, I'm in no way defending what Joe <laughs> did, but I do, I find like the, watching it, it wildly entertaining and frustrating where, like, is, is, Terrible as Joe was in terms of his actions, he was, for all intents and purposes, just honest with his intentions. He's like, listen, I came for Samantha, and I'm just trying to get to he next was, week. He was honest to with the other people. True. But, like, to, to, to America, if you will, right? Right. Yes. I don't know if you, you know. And so Jonathan and Mikey are doing the same thing. They just want, you know, like, Mikey just wants, all of it, like, Mikey just decided he likes Oh, Mikey Julia. sucks. Mikey's terrible. It's like, you know, oh, yeah. No, that's a whole other. Mikey, I have no sympathy for Mikey. Mikey dates like he's lifting weights. I don't, like, it's, <laughs> he just attacks it. It's like, ugh. He also does like, not seem to understand rejection. It's the word. At all. That whole, clear, like, I thought Claire was quite direct with him. She was. Yeah, she was. Um, <laughs> it's like a classic situation of how like men are like, women are sending me mixed signals. And no, so she's that's not. why. And it's like when she said, no, I'm not interested in dating you exclusively, that is literally exactly what there she meant. There was a point where Mikey said, I don't think Claire's that into me. And then, like, and I don't know what the actual timing was, but it was then got mad at Claire for not being direct. Like, dude, you already knew. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It was just, I felt, I, I, I felt bad for him. But then I was just like, dude, like, no. it was the weirdest. Like, everyone in the house was trying to tell him that she wanted to see other people. Very And he was just like, so what you're saying is, she's probably She just wants to take so it So I should try harder. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, so I need, I need to try harder. Yeah. Like, I need to put a little bit more oomph in its curls. Yeah. And if I, <laughs> I'm going to match my shirts yeah. to her shirts, and that will show her how dedicated I am. It was, it was, yeah, it was like lifting weights. I can do this. Like, I just have to try harder. And know? then he was like, or, well, Julia's on the docket now, so what if I just, I'm like, Julia, hey, I have feelings for you. We uh, could be a couple. Well, and again, it was like, where Make was, out there was me. no, not to like call it game, but he has no, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, yeah. hey. Let's go out and let's you know let's spend some time walking the breach. It was like, hey, listen, I'm just gonna shoot you straight. I, I like you. I'm gonna go ahead and just read my resume, and then you just give me some direct feedback, and then I'm gonna. It was like, and then I'm gonna ignore that feedback yeah. when it's not yeah. in my yeah. favor, and, and I'm gonna try to force you. I'm, to make I'm gonna out grab with me. your face, and I'm gonna be really confused as to why. Yeah. You. Like, if he's that desperate, I feel like it would make more sense for him to just go to someone who's, like, at loose ends and be like, listen, we both want to make it to next week. Yeah. Maybe we'll find someone who's more to both of our, like, liking. But I think you're really cool. I'd like you to be yeah, around next like, week. Let's team up. Why is no one right, doing that? They're all just, like, fucking love. with each other's heads. Yeah, it's, it's either, like, you know, Joe playing this, like, manipulative villain or— or Mikey and Jonathan like selling themselves out for love. There's no middle ground of like, hey, like, listen, you're right. Like, we're, you're cool. I, you know, I'm cool. We're, yeah, we're why friends. didn't Jonathan we're just go feeling... to Claire and say, hey, hey yeah, yeah, let's just team up this yeah. week? We don't know more who's showing up next week. week. Yeah, yeah like, let's more just, people are gonna come. You know, we're not there yet. Like, there's nothing wrong with someone. Like, we haven't found love yet. That's okay. Yeah, right. just just slow roll. That's the whole point of the show. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep sending new people in. So. Yeah, M Mikey's like going about it as if like 
I don't like he's playing some schoolyard game and the whistle blows and he's just like I gotta find the chair <laughs> before like, the music stops. There's a lady He's like, I like, know if I just shove sho- myself yeah. onto this woman quickly enough, she then she will, belongs. To me. Then she belongs, <laughs> and I I won't understand if she doesn't like my. What is going on with that hair, the man bun? I don't, I don't oh, know. That oh. was addressed on the after yeah, show last night. Tenley okay, said I, she I did, helped yeah, him. Yeah, apparently with it. Tenley was the one who gave him. She the, called it a mun. She said it was a man bun, but I think it was a man pony. How adorable it's a top is Tenley, hot, though? Tenley is quite adorable. She is she really is adorable. Her adorable. only her only mistake is this weird infatuation she has for Joshua. I don't. What are your What are your yeah, feelings on that? Tell us about Joshua. The best way I feel like to describe Joshua is I think his his female tattoo on his calf is a fair representation of Josh. <laughs> Yikes! To sum it up, that's not good. He does Molly apparently. That's. <laughs> we Weird. wanted to talk about that because I was like, if I were Tenley, I would probably be freaked out by that. And Emma was like, that's not a good reason not to date someone. I didn't find it that I, I don't – I'm not crazy. saying it's a, a we- reason not to date someone. I'm simply saying – that tattoo, in a weird way, represents Josh. <laughs> and the Molly. <laughs> I like how they, like, lingered on the tattoo as he arrived. I mean, yeah. Come on. It's like a half-naked lady on his calf. It's pretty gross. It's... There are a lot of bad tattoos on this show. But that uh, one is, like, <laughs> I'm always suspicious of people who are like, I want to have porn on my body. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, very, like, it's very weird. JJ's tattoo, I don't like it, but it's, like, whatever. It's, yeah. like, some yeah, it's weird. Not, it's just not what I would like, choose. JJ showed up. I, 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 I don't know. I haven't asked JJ, but I'm guessing. He showed up at a tattoo parlor and said, "Put something on my body." Yeah, something like badass. You, know, you just go artsy on me, and make me look cool. But like, and Josh, Joshua went in. And he like printed out that yes. image. Like, I can I can just picture he was so excited. Like, this is such a great idea. Please put oh, this Hawaiian. It's like I'm never gonna have to imagine a naked lady ever again. I was also very confused that he studied theater. Because during Caitlyn's season, he, he and Joe, also, he yeah. was, like, mocking Broadway in the back of the theater with Joe, being like, so, theater doesn't so exist. I, I'll say this about Joe. Like, in, in general, and I think you see this a lot in, in Bachelor World, uh, but in life, people tend to fear what they don't understand. And I don't think Joshua <laughs> understands a lot of things. And... <laughs> He, he doesn't understand where Tokyo is. Yeah, no, yes. Yeah, so, again, <laughs> t- again, again, Tenley, like red flag. Yeah. You know, like it's. I had like whiplash during that scene because he was like, "I love Twelfth Night, yeah. Tokyo. That's in China, right?" Yeah. And I was like, was "What like, what's what's happening? Happening? Tokyo? Did he go to I'm school so or confused. not?" <laughs> Tokyo is like one of the more like well-known cities yes, in the world. It's, it's a major. city. It's a major city, <laughs> and it's like somehow. It, like, yeah. Whoa. If you're going to know where like five cities in the world are, I feel like that, that should be, be one, one of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, you know, again, I, I think, you know, Sarah, Joshua is actually, he's a sweet, he has the best intentions. Like the whole Molly thing. Like I'm, I actually believed him his whole, like he tried it once. I'm sure that's true. I don't, I don't know him that well. I don't think he's some like <laughs> raging drug addict and party yeah. or anything like that. I just think, I don't think he's very bright. I think he is intimidated and gets threatened very easily by people and weirdly Tenley is just starry-eyed for him. I don't know. He is like really cute. Which is Is he? I know that as a straight man you're you can't I no, I can. I, I'm totally fine with He's really cute. I think in, in real life you might feel differently. Okay. <laughs> I'm always curious I'm always, about that. Yeah, because, we talk about this a lot. Like, I'm not what? saying he's unattractive. But he's just I think in <laughs> in four seconds 
you have would have a very different opinion. <laughs> okay, that's now true. I really want to meet Joshua in person. It, there is like it is important him. to to you. You don't really get the vibe until you meet people. I mean, this, in person. For sure. this was a guy when I showed up. You know, when I was getting drilled with questions, who you could see in his face where like everyone's asking these questions, and he like he lit up like I got him, I got him with this question, oh, no. and it was just like. <laughs> Is she a cool chick or an amazing woman? Oh Got God, you. I like, oh my God. Oh. And I was like, um, both. And he was so like just distraught with thinking he had me by the balls, and yet, oh my God, you know, and I don't that know. That was line. like my favorite Josh moment of the entire season because I was like, does he flip? Does he even understand so what words are? Yeah, no, I mean, Josh, like he's a yeah, he's a he's a handsome devil, but I just I feel like you would be you would feel very different. Yeah, no, I feel I I guess I, I feel think like there's if, a lot of if people Tenley that is you coming feel from like a more superficial like chemistry level, I can see why she would go for Josh. And she was saying last night that she, she just was interested in him first. Yeah, I, I mean, not she. She likes JJ. Yeah, she, she likes said she Michael. Had more of like who, a, I think yeah, you know, I, Michael and JJ are very similar. Like they're both smart, yeah. good guy. And then like, but then she admitted, like, I just feel like there's this thing about Josh. She's just into Josh. She's just into Josh. I feel like oftentimes women will feel like there's just sort of like something about a guy, and then like down the line it'll turn out that he's just like an idiot. And like I, you, yeah. you were like, "What is it about him? He's so mysterious. There's something about him I just oh, can't no, figure he's just out." Not that smart. And it's like, yeah, he's he just can't not that articulate smart. his thoughts. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so silent and mysterious. Yeah. Still waters run deep. Oh no, he just he has no thoughts. Or like, at all. oh, we, we just drank a lot of really good tequila on that <laughs> date, and I was really giddy. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, jo- honestly, Joshua is a, he's a sweet guy. I think he really means well, but I think sometimes he gets himself in trouble because he gets tattoos of naked women. Well, that, and I just he, again, people tend to fear what they don't understand. And, yeah, um, and that's many things. Uh, what about Jared, who seems like the sweetest guy in the world? Jared is the sweetest guy in the world. He really but is. Like Sometimes I'm, he's too sweet, right? It was watching it last <laughs> night, and I was getting a little frustrated. Like, Jared has this amazing ability to deflect so well. It's like if, if I was, just, you know... It's like we could be looking at this clearly red wall, and somebody would be like, hey, that wall's red. And you would be like, is it? I mean, it might be. It might be red. Like, I don't know. Like, do you want it to be red? Because if you do, yeah. it can be red. But if you want it to be pink, it, it, might, it could be what pink. What even is red when you think about know. it? What, yeah, you know? what's, what is red? And he has this, he, he's, <laughs> he just wants to be so nice and so considerate, but he's, genu- he's genuine in his he, – he is the sweetest guy. Like, Jared is – he is a sweet – what was that conversation with Claire though? Because like so he takes her on, he asks her on the date, knowing that she is a lot older than him. And they seem to have, they a, have good a great time. time. And then he's like, "We need to talk." So you are you're, older than he's me. like I just you're it eight out. years older. <laughs> and he basically says to her like, "You're really well preserved, but like you're <laughs> yeah, older. You're still I mean, hot. You're, so you're an old lady. But you are." You and then look he's good. just sort of like, "Yeah." But your half life, your shelf life, I, I don't know. It's like you're hot now, but I don't know about next. Yeah, Tuesday. I kept yeah. waiting for him to like go somewhere with that. Just like I feel like we're in different places with what we're looking yeah, for. I was like, is anything. this a breakup conversation, or but are you again, just making observations? I'm, I, again, I am in no way defending Joe, but in a weird way, like <laughs> it like, all comes back to like Joe. Jared. It all comes Jared, back to like Joe. all, like Jared was doing the same thing, which is fine. Like this is paradise. Like let's not get mad at people like just trying to get to next week. That's okay, but like Jared had Ashley, and then he goes on with Claire, out with Claire, and then he realizes he's not that into Claire, and then he like goes back to Ashley and was like, "Hey." Um, and I don't really think he's that into Ashley. No, he was no. clearly just trying to get the. He realizes like I kind of pissed Claire off. Claire's not going to give me a rose. Yeah, I need to go talk to Ashley. 
to get the next week. Like, Why didn't like, they just less make take Claire's Jared, rose? Jared I don't get it. was clearly doing what Joe was doing, just less, like, <laughs> evil about it. <laughs> Which is fine. Like, like but, Yeah. You know, it, it was— They all kind of have to play the game. Yeah. But I don't understand why he couldn't have just kept Claire's rose. Like, that was just, like, bizarre. Like, she had no one else to give it to. Yeah, like the way he just, well, he just like sauntered up and was like, yeah, so, yeah, you're, you're old. old. <laughs> it was, um, is that, but, and then he just waited for her to like leave. Also, can we just talk for a minute? Like, why are women in their early 30s suddenly old? Like, <laughs> I loved how older, Tenley was on the after older. show. Tenley was on the after show, and she was like, I, w-, they were like, how did it feel to be referred to as an older lady? And her whole thing was like, I wasn't the older one. I wasn't and the I was oldest like, one. Tenley, there. have older. a little self respect. Yeah. <laughs> and then she don't said, make this about like three years. She said something about her eggs about being <laughs> fresh. Exactly. I, ten, yeah. Tenley is, she is a gem. I've never met her. I've heard like, Jade, I'm so I'm, I, I'm good friends with JJ. I think he's a, a great guy, despite you know some people not always loving him. Um, and I think JJ and Tenley have become and have stayed. You know, um, I don't know like what happens or who ends up with who, but I know that JJ and Tenley are are, are friends, and he he speaks highly of her. Um, and so, like, I, she's this very sweet girl. I mean, she has this, like, very, like, in a, she's so adorable with, like, oh, my God, three guys like me. And I'm like, I you are so precious. She's like, I'm in a love square. Yeah. That was she cute. is so precious. And she, it's, 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 it's very charming. I feel like it would actually be a love pyramid. Disclaimer, because... guys, I don't. I don't want to date Tenley. I feel like it's like I can't compliment. Yeah, I don't know. A, That's yeah. going to be our headline, so we're going to edit that out and just stick with with the headline. Nick, is Nick in love Nick with Tenley. Oh my goodness! Big new news. love interest for Nick Viall. Yeah, um, yeah. I can compliment a female without eh, wanting to date her. I don't know. Um, what What about Claire's speech? Oh yeah, yeah we want to talk how about did that. You feel about that? Have you ever met Claire? I have. Yeah. Were you surprised to see her go off like that, or did that seem— When when Claire riffs, it is amazing, (laughs) like, in general. Even, like, her, like, in-the-moment interviews. Like, when she goes on a tangent, it's like you don't know what direction she's going, (laughs) nor does she, and it is usually glorious. She was born for reality TV. And, like, she's always preaching about something, and you don't really know what that something is, (laughs) where she's going with it, and it's just— She's so passionate about it. It's so it's amazing. It was funny because she was talking to a room of like four couples and like a few other people sort of feeling things out. And she was like, last year everyone was here for love and you're all just whores, basically, <laughs> who are here for scheming and fame. I loved her. And- I haven't felt the comfort of a man line in a while. That was <laughs> Also, like, uh, while, like, while she and Jared were, were like, <laughs> bungee jumping. Oh, her screaming? Oh, my God. I, I want, I've, I, yes, thank you for bringing that up. I was that just, like, sound effect. <sighs> I, wow. I, I, if, if, here's, actually, now that you bring that up, here's, I don't think, I think, I don't think Jared's decision had anything to do with her age. I think in that moment of bungee jumping, halfway down, Jared's like, nope, can't do this. <laughs> I can't, this, this, what is, like, yeah, it, the screaming fine, but I don't even know what that was. And it was it was just like yeah. I, I I can imagine like Jared like having this I've never bungee jumped, this is amazing. But it being so obnoxious that in the moment he was like he completely forgot that he was bungee jumping and thinking <laughs> What are you doing? It, I, was, it, it sounded like one of those herbal essences commercials where you're like, wait, is she having an orgasm? Or is she just like really happy that her hair is getting clean? 
or like yes. is she really scared? So like Jared it could de- be any of those things. My, my my gut tells me Jared decided that <laughs> him and Claire weren't going to happen. In that, in that moment, that that was the moment it all went wrong. It's a shame because I feel like that was the moment where Claire's oxytocin really kicked in, and she was like, "She's like, this is it for me. This is everything." Yes, yeah. she did say that. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of absolutes, right? Ashley I is the queen of absolutes. Oh, like God. this, is, how many times has Ashley I in three episodes says, "This is the worst moment of my life." It like, just keeps getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it worse than 20 minutes before? Or, like, is it not comparable? Uh, yeah, I think it's just a slow She's amazingly self-aware <laughs> with absolutely no perspective in life. It's, but I, I get, you give Ashley credit. She is self-aware. Like, she, she knows. And I, I, yeah. I think she's great. She's wildly entertaining. It's funny because she, she, was, on the, she was on the after show last week, and she did seem very self-aware. She, she is. No, yeah. she's she self- can make fun of herself, with, yes, which I appreciate. I really yeah. appreciate Ashley I. Like, you know, she, <laughs> like, she knows, like, being obsessed with Disney princesses. Like, I love how when she was, like— when she was mad at Claire, she's like, Claire's just, like, talking like she's a princess to all her, like, little animals. It's like, no one relates <laughs> no, to that yeah, analogy. No one, yeah. no one else is thinking about their life as though they were a Disney princess. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just you, it's like she's, but, but Ashley is aware of how ridiculous it is, and she owns it. And I, I so respect it about her. I really do. I think she has no illusions that she, you know, is a, a different animal. <laughs> Uh, a different, different Disney princess. I would a different love, Disney princess. She clearly it, thought of Claire as Cinderella. I kind of want to go to Thanksgiving dinner at the. Ash, oh my god! Oh my god! At that household with Ashley and her sister. I yeah. feel like Lauren would just spend it. They're in her hysterical. Room I mean, they're they had like a little act going on. It was. I think yeah. they're great. I mean, I appreciate self awareness. I appreciate someone who just kind of owns who they are. Have um, we even talked about Lauren? No. I, like, so much happened. Her. Yeah, so much happened this week that I keep forgetting that Lauren had there a very so dramatic much, yeah, there's exit. so much that went on. Yeah, so she, Lauren was also waiting for Joshua. Um, and then Joshua yeah. picked It seemed like an awful match to me. Yeah, it's just yeah. like I'm from New Jersey, uh, this, you know, city Kardashian girl, and I'm <laughs> just— and 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 Joshua the Idaho welder. Well, but it's is, like a romance novel sort of yeah, thing. I mean, actually, you know? I did think that she was going to move to Iowa at one point. So sure. so maybe they're well for Chris Souls. So maybe oh, yeah. the you know it's the sort of like the thing of like if you've watched too many, you haven't actually dated, but you've like watched a lot of rom coms and read a lot of romance novels, and you're like, what I need is like a real man, a man who can like, work with his hands. Yeah, and he's gonna like <laughs> show me like how to really feel and like rip off my like designer dress or whatever and my like, mic pack yeah and in real life they don't really go for that it turns out but like um, it's a nice fantasy yeah, we, we basically aren't hearing from any of the couples Carly, Kirk, yeah. Tanner you have these yeah. people who Jane like really like gone. each other and yeah. are quote unquote there for the right reasons and yeah. they're just once in a while Tanner chimes in and, and does the role of Tanner of just kind of narrating what's been going on his it's best like, role hey yeah. I've I'm in love with Jade, but let me just kind of <laughs> just walk you through what's been going on here and just narrating the show. It's, yeah. It's, it's like if something huge enough happens that Tanner or Ashley S. or Carly can be, like, distracted from, like, making googly eyes at their romantic partners, then they'll say something. Now, speaking of Ashley S., isn't it amazing how, like, she's almost a non-entity because there's so much other crazy going on? 
I yes. love her. I love, I love her. her too. Also, I think, and she has some great one-liners too. Like I she's think very also, observant. She also knew that Joe was up to no good. She was yeah. the one person sitting there being like, "But she's I, smart. I think she's, Ashley S is pr- pretty smart." Yeah. yeah. Um, I also she, think that she was playing up her crazy during Chris's season because she, she, did she not figured like out him. very quickly that he sucked. Yeah, she was like, he sucks. I'm not moving to Iowa. I'm just going to talk about pomegranates again. No drunk. comment on that. But, <laughs> um, I don't know, right? Right. But I, what I think, again, what I really appreciate about Ashley S., just like I do Ashley I., is that Ashley S. knows who she is, and she gives zero fucks what people think. And I really respect that and that she's going to be herself. And she is a little quirky and a little different. And God bless her for it. And she is very comfortable with that. And I think that's a great quality in someone. Uh, well, here's yeah. hoping we It doesn't mean see... I want to date Ashley S. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Disclaimer again. Well, here's hoping we get to see a little bit more of her. And before we wrap it up, Nick, do you have any final thoughts or predictions for what we're going to see? I, I, have, I have no predictions. Final thought. I, my hopes are... Um, that we see more of the same. I don't want Mikey to go. Um, I don't want Joe to go. Um, I don't want JJ to go. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, you know, there's only so many DeRozas and a bunch of guys are going. Um, I'm okay with Jonathan going. I think it's time for him to go. Um, to his son. To his son. Yeah, um, and Michael G. He gave it a shot. Michael G. is is a good guy. Um like in in that world and in life, but um, yeah, no, I I don't know, I I don't know, I have any predictions, but I I I want just want to thank ABC and for giving us two amazing nights. It, uh, honestly, yeah. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. I think it's amazing. I'm really <laughs> enjoying the season. I want yeah. more of the same. I want more man buns and more wife beaters and vests. Yeah. Until Joe actually snaps and hurts someone, I'm really impressed with the casting this season. It's been, like, really top-notch drama. Yeah, again, like, <laughs> it's been so good that people like Ashley S. have been phased out because it's just that— There's just, th- there's that, just too much. There's too much awesomeness, <laughs> and I just want more. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us, well, Thanks Nick. for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, come back uh, Anytime. anytime. <laughs> And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So this week we had a few feminism fails. Quite <laughs> More a few. More than a few. More than a few. Uh, first, Ashley I is again very upset about the quote-unquote old ladies, a.k.a. women over 30. She declares that Claire at 34 has almost dead eggs. So why would Jared ever want to date her? We're going to give that a five. <laughs> And next up, remember Lauren from way back at the beginning of the episode and how she just loves being a mistress? I'm going to give that a two. It's pretty questionable behavior and not exactly, you know, supporting your fellow woman. But at the same time, she's just sort of a young, confused kid. Then we have Mikey, who, like the mensch he is, decides to call out 
declares age difference with Jared again. Uh, he says to Jared, if you want to date a girl who's a few years older than you, then that's your prerogative. Again, stop with the shaming of women over 30. We're going to give that another five. Yeah, Mikey was on a real roll this episode. Next up, <laughs> he shaves off his beard. And uh, apparently he calls his beard Claire. You call your beard Claire, the guys ask? And he says, I've called her worse things than that. Real nice, Mikey. That's a four. And then Mikey tries to force Julia to kiss him. Clearly, Mikey needs a little lesson in a thing we like to call consent. That's a five. Yeah. And we had so much going on this week that we're going to have a bonus feminism fail. Just all of Joe's behavior, like all of it, gets a five. Just go away, Joe. Go away. And now for our tweet of the week. This one is from Kristen Baldwin. That's at Kristen G. Baldwin. Fun fact, I'm sweaty, I'm hot, I'm around people 24-7 is also a rejected slogan for New York City's summertime tourism campaign. Yeah, that's also why I get seasonal affective disorder in the summer in New York. Um, And we'll leave you with our quote of the week from Claire's little pre-rose ceremony meltdown this week. I have yet to hear one of my friends say, Claire, what makes you happy? Which is crazy because I said the same exact thing to my shrink the other day. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producer, Caitlin Boguki, and our audio engineer, Brad Shannon. And of course, thanks to the one and only Nick Vial for joining us. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon. You can also send us an email at here to make friends at huffingtonpost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell all your friends and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave us a rating or comment, or both, wherever you subscribe, and it helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next week after another couple nights of paradise. And we'll also have Andy Dorfman on with us. Thanks for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.